Well, Richie Callender's on the line. Richie, good morning. And um, boy, he was sensational yesterday, Private Eye, wasn't he? Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Bulldog. Yeah, mate, he was outstanding. And uh, I know that uh, Bulldog just asked Joe what he thinks the best distance is. And, you know, maybe it's still up in the air, but, you know, to do what he did in an Everest and then to do that yesterday, mm-hmm. I tell you what, you've never got to say it's 1,200 metres. But, uh, yeah, look, he's a, he's a rising star. Joe prides a horseman. He looks after his horses like all trainers, but he, he's no rush on them, you know. Mm-hmm. When you've got a bigger stable, it's easy to be patient. Joe's got a, a nice number there at Warwick Farm, but he's yet got so so much patience as a trainer, uh, like his former boss, John Size, did. And now they rip the rewards. And, and look, you've got to have the owners to be patient. And Jamie Walter and his team, of course, the brother of the late great Guy Walter, yeah. the one thing Guy always was was patient. Jamie's very much. You stand there with Jamie. He's only a half length behind Nasha Willa for the slowest talkers and methodical <laughs> talkers you'll ever hear. Very measured man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Very much so. Exactly. Hey, um, uh, Rich, Peter Moody, great to see him and Luke Nolan combine again to win the Golden Eagle with I Wish I Win. Peter's always been a very measured and intelligent man. Gee, he spoke well yesterday. He, he didn't need to be asked. He spoke about the, the the so-called carnival clashes, but he also spoke about the benefit it's, it brings to the racing industry, the participants, the punters, the fans. It was common sense. It was great to listen from a Victorian trainer who wasn't bluing. He just won, I know, but he's seeing how this is really stimulating racing and interest in the sport right across the country. I, I couldn't agree with you more, Ray. I heard, I, I watched Peter's speech yesterday afternoon. I watched it again last night when I was doing the replays late last night. You spot on the mark. Forget about the naysayers. Forget about those that are sitting there with their head in the sand saying, oh, this is spring. This should be Melbourne. You know what? It's not. You know, this is about what's best for racing in Australia. And the best for racing in Australia to have the two major states competing on the same day, having great racing, having top-class jockeys, top-class trainers, and having people that are punters. You know, the customers, yeah. the customers enjoying what is a magnificent day, as Peter said yesterday, when the Caulfield Cup clashed with the uh, with the Everest. It was a great day. Yesterday, wow, what a day it was. A derby day. And you know what? I wrote in my column last week, Ray, on race mm. was you can't live in the past. St. George Lee's Club used to be the number one club in New South Wales. But for a lot, they just sat there. You know, you know the old management of the tab 20 years ago, 15 years ago, they were probably a half yard behind. Then the cobalt makers come up. Now the tabs have to lift their game to maintain number one. And the VRC, you just can't think every year, let's do the Melbourne Cup tour, and that's going to be sufficient. No, it's, it's I love the Melbourne Cup, but no one's talking about the Melbourne Cup. We're talking about... The Golden Eagle, which I've got no doubt in a short lifetime, and this is this might be mad, Ray, but I've got no doubt in another couple of years it'll be recognised as the best race in the country. Yeah, well, I think the time has come, and I know this is going to upset some people, but common sense would tell you that um, I'm sick of that expression, pop-up races, Rich, because they're not. The Everest is here to stay. The Golden Eagle right. is here to stay. They're Group 1 races in every way, shape, or form. People say they're restricted. No, they're not. Every race is restricted to a certain extent. You can't run a maid in the Melbourne Cup, for example. They are Group 1 races in every way, shape, or form. I think the All-Star Mile should be a Group 1. I think the industry has got to get back, the Patent Committee, back to the table and start rubber-stamping the rightful races as our majors. 100%. Unfortunately, the, the one thing that you always know is it wins is self-interest. Mm. Every race is a pop-up race at one stage. It's ridiculous. Uh, and, and that's the thing. Every race is a pop-up race, but nowadays, you know, the Cox Plate is regarded as one of the great races. It's, an, it's a basically an invitation race from the committee. And no disrespect to the committee, 
But I wouldn't say all the committee members understand racing. They're on the committee of a race club. They're there to run the club, to you know, oversee the management running a club. They shouldn't be there to select what horses are going to be in a race because they haven't got the, you know, the, the expertise to do that. But that's what we've regarded. That's what we've done over years for the Cog Plate. Forget about all the naysays. At the moment, I think things are going swimmingly. Everyone's got a result. There's prize money, as Peter Moody said yesterday, you know, there's a massive pie to go around mm. at the moment. He was just happy to get his little share of the pie, yes, piece of the pie yesterday. More success, Rich. Your horse, Waterford. How nice good? Nice How horse. good? Yeah, look, look. if you be honest, Bulldog, he's a little bit of... And, like, I'm only a small a small little pea in the pot of the uh, Waterford, but the one thing, you know, you, you always think what could have been, and unfortunately... Uh, I know it took up a page and a half in this George report. Luck didn't go his way two weeks ago, yeah. and therefore he wasn't able to be in the uh, the Golden Eagle. Would have he won the Golden Eagle? I don't know, but he would have gave him a shake. I know that. He ran a very quick time under a throttle hold late yesterday. He was dominant. He's a mm. nice horse. But you know what? We just said it, Bulldog. Yeah, you, you can't you can't live in the past. We had a, I had a special day yesterday. I remember my late brother, Matt. Yeah, more important things in life. We lost a champion on Friday night in Gwenda Markle. Mm. Celebrated five years, my brother, yesterday. Um, we've got to live in the thing. And the future for Waterford looks promising. Yeah, exactly. Spoke to Chris after the race. Chris, while we were trainer, not sure long-term goals. Doncaster was mentioned. I guess that's the the um, exciting part, Rich. You just don't know how good he is, where the ceiling is. But enjoy the ride. Hey, Rich, thanks so much, as always, on a Sunday morning. And we'll t- Oh, what's your cup tip? Quickly. My cup tip, uh, probably Durston or Macram. Oh, sorry, they're not in the race. <laughs> um, mate, I honestly, I, I, I'll tip Stockman. There you go. But yep. can I just have one cheerio to finish? Mm-hmm. A young girl in the Sutherland Shire called Ella Watson. She is the biggest Ray Thomas fan in the world, bigger than Tenya. And Ella said to me, can you just do me one day and say hello to me and, and tell Ray that I think he's super on the radio. Ella Watson, she's a star in the Sutherland Shire. What does she see in him? Exactly, yeah. No, it's radio she's saying. Okay. 